Welcome back to Faces and Places here on Leitrim Daily. I'm Brefni Early and this week we are heading north, almost as far north as we can get in the county and still stay within the county lines. On the border with Fermanagh lies the sleepy little north Leitrim village of Kilty Clare. Today we are heading to the Stony Woods Festival to see what that has to offer as well as a look at the heritage and historical significance of this small little hamlet. Hello, Brethany. My name is Susan Carton and I'm on the organising committee for the Stony Woods Festival. It's absolutely hopping here in Kilty Clare today. For such a small little village, it's great to have so many people on the streets. Absolutely, and the weather helps, of course. It's brought everybody out, but it is wonderful. And the Stony Woods Festival always gets great support because of what it's for. So everybody around has experienced bereavement at some time. And this is like our collective annual month's mind where we sort of get together for the weekend and bring all of the people that we've lost to our minds and to our hearts and think about them and celebrate their lives and share our grief together. So it's an absolute, and you can imagine then everybody is involved in that. And it's such a special day as well because of why everybody's congregated, but also you've got all these youngsters just running around, enjoying themselves, looking for sweets and hay and cycling their own little tractors up and down the hill. I have to say that could you not have made them cycle down the hill rather than up the hill? No, 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 we like to make them work very hard here. There's a price to be paid for living in Kilty. And that you're absolutely right, Brefni. I mean, the, the families that moved here and the children that have lived here always just are the heart and soul of the village. And it's absolutely wonderful to hear all the screeching and squawking going on at our concert on Friday night. It was kind of a, a low-key enough affair. It was a words and music thing. So from outside at the back of the hostel, all you could hear was the sound of the squeals of the children playing. And it was absolutely wonderful to hear that again. It's really great. So our village has been, re- been regenerated, really. A lot of that is probably down to Kilty Live. Tell us a little bit about that for people who might not be aware. I don't know where they've been living for the last couple of years, but what exactly was Kilty Live? So Kilty Live took place in uh, 2017 and it was a a campaign to really to save our school. So in the previous school year, the numbers had been dropping a little bit and we were unsure whether we would have the required amount to hold on to our two teachers uh, on the 30th of September. So in fact, it was right after the Stony Woods Festival. We met the following Tuesday and we're trying to figure out in an eight week period, what could we do? So we went through several options of could we entice people from May be housing lists nearby or from different counties or what could we manage and we at the time we only really needed maybe one or two families with a couple of kids each who would tide us over that year and then we'd see so we figured what we had was on our side was social media and what we had to 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 offer was a rural upbringing for the children kind of country air and good clean air and clean water and lower rents. So we put together a social media campaign and made up a Facebook page, a phone line, and put it out there. And it, it was in July and August of that year, so a bit of a lull journalistically. So we got picked up slowly but surely by the locals and then the nationals and Ray Darcy saw it and had us on for that and it just exploded after that. We had about 600 inquiries from all over the world, oddly enough, but probably about 60 families were really interested in exploring it. And, you know, we were thinking we, we, we might appeal to people whose maybe the rent had just shot up in Dublin or they were going to lose their house or maybe homeless people or whatever. So put it out there and people got in contact and that August we had six families move up and since then we've had a further four move up 
but two have, have gone back to Dublin for various different reasons. So we're secure for this year and for next year maybe and we we're keep the campaign going and try and make it sustainable. What are the other highlights of the year? We're the birthplace of Sean McDermott, of course. He's the backbone sort of of our tourism industry, so there's a commemoration for him in May. And then in June, we have a Sean McDermott a summer school. Uh, Stony Woods happens in July, and we have traditional music weekend in August. And then during the wintertime in February, March, we have a week-long drama festival that is part of the, the RTE All-Ireland Amateur Drama Festival. So there are sort of landmark things through the year. And the rest of the year, it's really just about rural community life. Thank you very much. Thank you, Breffney, indeed. My name is Joseph Sheeran from Kilty Clogher. Joe, you're heavily involved in the Heritage Centre here in Kilty Clogher. For anyone who may not be familiar with Kilty Clogher or Sean McDiarmid, can you tell us a bit about the heritage of the village? Originally, the village, uh, this townlands and this area, the landlord was Tottenham. And he owned the land where Sean McDermott uh, lived. He also li- he had um, stables here. Now his daughter Sarah was killed in a riding accident, and in memory of her, he built this building in this village. There are three cornerstone buildings, and they're preserved, but they were built at the time. And the reason he wa- he originally wanted the village to be called Sarahville. The local people wouldn't accept that. Uh, This building here that we're in, the Heritage Centre, uh, that was a courthouse originally, and over the the door you have a plaque with the name Sarahville, uh, dated 1831. The people wouldn't accept the name Sarahville, and they insisted that it be called Kilty Clogher. Kilty Clogher in Irish is Quidja Clogher, and that means the woods and the rock. That's the, why it's Kilty Clogher as a village. The place here, the Heritage Centre, originally opened in 2015. Uh, it was open through till October 2016, uh, closed for a few months, and then we reopened it in 2017. And it's been a uh, heritage here since. There's very important um, items in the heritage here. Uh, back in 2008, personal documents of Sean McDermott were found up in his house, and those documents uh, were handwritten, signed, and dated by him. There were over 60 pages of the of documents. Uh, they've been given to Kilmainham Jail. They were, at the time, Kilmainham had only his last letter, but uh, they're very fortunate now that they've got so much more documents for people to see. Uh, we've uh, copies of them here that people can come to the village and get an overall view of Sean as a 20-year-old man. And one of the most important letters, there are short stories, but one of the most important ones uh, was one on relating to the colonies, and it gives a, an insight into Sean, what he was like. That was dated 1903, and he wrote at that time that there was nothing he could do uh, about the nation and the way it was under occupation. So out of that in 1916, you had the rising, but it shows that 14 years previous to the rising, Sean uh, was one of the main motivators behind the 1916 pop we've got today. Uh, the building itself for his original home 
Uh, that's a very important part of our heritage as a country because there were seven signatories to the, to the Irish proclamation. Uh, of the seven houses, the only original house that exists is, is Sean's own house here in Kilty Clark. Park Pierce, his house in Ross Muck was a summer house and it was burnt in the fire. Um, and we have the original building here that's in the same condition as when it was built over 180 years ago. And is that building available for people to come and take a tour of? They can, they can contact the Heritage Centre here and we take tours to the house. They're better off coming through the Heritage Centre uh, when it's open because due to its many uh, run as a community, uh, volunteers and Kieran who works in the Heritage Centre here, because the centre is uh, community developed, the hours are uh, fully 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, but we do our best to keep it open as much as we can. So just check check before you come down and, and someone will try and accommodate you? Yes, there's no problem. Uh, we can cater for uh, whoever comes. Now you're in a dual role here because you've got a camera strapped around your neck. Are you like the local photographer, uh, the historian of the future? Yes, well, I came here in 1994 as a guard. I worked here until 2010. Uh, when I retired, I took up photography and um, I've worked in the community, particularly in the Heritage Centre, and that's, what I, that's my job now. Well, Joe, thank you so much for telling us all about Sean McDermott. You're welcome, and we look forward to seeing any of your uh, listeners at any time. Just contact us. Thank you. My name is Stella McGriskin. I'm one of the co-founders of the festival here in Kilty Clower. Stella, the Stony Woods Festival started four years ago. Would you tell us a bit about why the festival came into existence? Well, it started surely from the inspiration of when we lost a young person here that was had a serious musical background and, um, and that sort of thing. And then we lost an awful lot of young people and from that point of view, we thought we'd do a little bit of a festival here um, in the celebration of life um, of all these young people that have gone before us. The chosen charity for this year is the Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust. We had a young lad here that died in New York and he was brought back. Um, and only for that charity because it's a huge burden on families when someone like, something like that happens abroad. It's the administration level. That's the big key one, I think. And then the financial one is another big issue. Um, because that's, that's a huge burden on any family. In terms of the actual events this weekend, obviously Brian Layden here Friday night, Charlie McGettigan here last night with friends. What's the main attraction today? Well, the main attraction today now would be the, the, the head shave, which is done by a sheep shears and the beards. And then we have the tug on tar. And the lads that's doing the, the having putting their heads forward and their beards forward have raised astronomical amounts of money in sponsorship for this good charity that we're doing for this year. So that'll be that'll be the fun of the day now, the highlight. The the tractor run obviously this morning full of modern tractors, old tractors. When the lads come back in because we've done a kind of a what we called a Brixit run this year because of all the talk about Brixit. So they went out the road about a mile where they'll turn off and into Northern Ireland and then come back into the centre of the village here through another crossing 
we have the two close by and the youngsters will lead it back into the village for us. Obviously you're a business owner here in the village as well. How important are events like today and this weekend to business people in the, in the community? Oh, they're serious, serious because they bring in a vast volume of people and I mean the amount of business that will be brought to the village is really huge and badly needed, badly, badly, badly needed because our population is slightly depleting um, and we're always dependent on people to come in and spend as much money as possible to keep the businesses open. In terms of the business point of view, you mentioned Brexit as part of the tractor run. Will that have an effect on you? Uh, I, oh, it will. It will, definitely. Um, and that, and you, you can see it because if we end up with, uh, with um, a security check on our border again, well, that'll be huge because we had that for long enough, even when the roads were closed for 25 years. Sure, our natural hinterland is Fermanagh. Um, and all them Fermanagh people used to always come in here because this was noted always back in the 70s as the market town and they used to have a market here once a month and then you had the fair once a month so um, and that so it would be huge and we have that lovely relationship has opened up again um, when the roads opened in 95 and we don't want to lose that again Stella thank you very much and enjoy the weekend I will thanks very much Breffna Aidan, you're here and you're running the, the kids' games section of the festival. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on here at the moment? We have a number of games that kids will be interested in, like Jenga, table tennis and sand pits for the, the younger ones. They love to just mess around with them and build sand casts. And we had a pile of hay that was all set up and people had, could dig through it and find like different prizes and stuff. Yeah, I did spot that when I arrived. So. Now, it's just a mass of hay everywhere behind me, but it was a cock of hay here, and people were just diving into it? Yeah, yeah people just dived into it, and then it eventually just became a mess of hay. It's like so many people jumped into it. Are you on clean-up duty? Uh, no, thankfully. You have a buddy with you. Can you describe for our listeners who your buddy is? He is a bearded dragon named Beardy. Very original name, I know. And he is spiky and heavy and lazy and he's literally just sitting on your arm he's so lazy in fact that I didn't actually think he was real until you moved your arm and he kind of scampered around a little bit but he's definitely different I've never seen one before Uh, well he kind of looks like a sunburnt orange color that's how he can like blend in with red desert sand right now his beard is kind of puffed up black he's kind of nervous that's why it's all black like that we are, of course, uh, right beside the kids' tractor run, which has been led out by a couple of uh, youngsters on their own tractors, and uh, it's quite loud in the background. I hope you can still hear us. Well, he's the main attraction, really, my lizard. Like, people come up and then they, they pass through all the games, like, oh, yeah, that's nice, and then they come and see him. <laughs> so he's basically stealing all the attention. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm joined by Sean Dolan, who is offering eggs and pups for sale. Sean, do do you want to tell us a bit about uh, what you have going on here at your stand? Well, the eggs is all free-range eggs, all from our own rare ducks and hens on the country farm up the road there. And the pups is is off a purebred dog and a bitch of our own that we've had for years. And they're very well-bred, like, and... And in case anybody's doubting you, you've actually brought the chickens with you and the hens with you. We brought them down just for people to see that we weren't, didn't buy them in a shop or that, that, that they're, they're genuine stuff, like, you know. And is this a full-time occupation for yourself? Ah, uh, no, but we, we keep, we 
we keep a good few chickens and hens just just more for the children than that you know not not to make a living out of it like it's just just have eggs for ourselves and that really you know the festival is is buzzing here with people um, and your your children are floating around and they seem to be enjoying themselves yeah they seem to be now and uh, the good day seems to be making a big difference as well you know so everything seems to be going grand now how important are events like this to Kilty Clark? Oh, it's a big, a big, big job for Kilty. Yeah, it, it helps to put it on the map and that, and get things going. Like we also have shearing there on later as well. You know, from so we're doing people's hairs as well. Like so. Now you have a nice head of hair. Will we be seeing that on the floor later, you'll by be, chance? You'll be seeing it on the floor. Yeah. Well, listen, the very best of luck, and I hope hope it goes well for you. All right, thank you very much. Hi, uh, my name's Willow Chris, and I live in Rossinva, and I'm a small holder. I grow vegetables, but in uh, part-time, like a lot of farmers, I do other things. So I graft trees and I make willow baskets and do wood turning. I'm looking at some of your uh, produce here, for want of a better word, I suppose. I'm just looking here at, at your willow baskets. They look kind of quaint. They're traditional uh, and traditional in style, and they're useful, and they all, they all have different purposes. Okay, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about what each of the purposes are? Well, there's traditional round shopping baskets there, garden basket that's an oval for collecting vegetables and flowers from the garden, and then we have picking baskets for fruit and apples, and I also make creels for people, which uh, a lot of people seem to want the creels for decorative purposes mainly, but uh, I'm keeping the tradition alive. And in terms of Rosinver, it's only a few kilometres down the road from Kiltiklahar, are you enjoying your day out at the festival? Oh yeah, it's a great day out. I meet some of my neighbours, and uh, it's a social event, yeah, every year. Now I've heard rumours about a head and beard shave happening later today, and um, if I do say so, you're spouting both a great head of hair and a beard. Is there any chance we might be seeing uh, some clippings of your own later on in the day? I think not, no. I, I, I already uh, cut my beard way back for the summer, and I think I'm going to leave it as it is. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Kevin Willis. I live in Kilty, and I'm uh, just—I'll be here anyway because you know it's a local festival. But this year, I thought I'd sell me, me pictures. Now you say pictures, but they're actually wood carvings. Uh, most of them associated with County Leitrim, whether it's maps or, or logos or, or little images of the Sean McDermott the homestead. Uh, we try and sort of do what appeals to like local tastes, I think. So you know, obviously Celtic knockwork, everybody likes that. The dogs, the collies and the, um, the wildlife around here, I like to do pictures like that. They seem to go well. And is this a hobby or a little business? Yeah, it's a hobby, sort of stroke business. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm speaking to... Teresa Meehan, Vanessa. Girls, you're f not from around here, are you? No, we're not. We're from County Kerry, from Ballyduff, County Kerry. And what has you in Kilty Clahar? Well, my husband comes from um, Kilty Clahar, so he loves to come back for the old festivals and, you know, meet people. So we had the blessing of the grave this morning, so his parents would be buried there, like, you know. So we were in McGuiskins. I was only going to go out for about a half an hour, but I think it was about three o'clock by the time we left. I think that's how all good Leitrim nights work <laughs> out. <laughs> Did you struggle this morning to get out of bed? Oh for mass? yes, I had to be up for mass. Yeah, that was that was tough. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoy your stay at the festival. Very good. And as you said, for a small little village, they put on a lot. You know, really, it's only a small little village. You know, great nightlife. <laughs>
<laughs> so uh, I'm speaking to Jack McDonald. And Jack, that's not a local accent. Where are you from? I'm from Castleblaney, County Monaghan. I suppose somebody has to be, but um, <laughs> what brings you to Kilty Clar? Uh, I try to come every year for the Stony Woods Festival. Um, my friend Mark Cullen from Kilty Clar, he comes home for it from London every summer. And Owen Rock, who I suppose was the inspiration for the festival, I lived with him in college. He was a really good friend of mine, and he died this day four years ago, actually. And so we like to come and remember Owen and have a good weekend. Kelly Lauer. Now Mark is here beside you and he's sporting a lovely beard and <laughs> hairstyle. With the hairstyle probably not so much but the beard is looking great. Any chance we might be able to take a sheep shears to him later on in the day? Yeah definitely. Mark will definitely give to the peer pressure. If you, if you talk to enough people, raise a few quid for him, I think he'll do it. Of course the charity of the weekend is the Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust uh, and that ties into the situation of, of Owen passing away overseas. How important is it to keep that support going? Yeah, it's a, it's a great cause and um, I'm delighted that they're supporting it and it's a very important cause, yeah. What was your highlight of the weekend so far? Highlight of the weekend? Other than Mark getting his head shaved later on in the day. <laughs> it was the kids going around in the tractors in the tractor run ahead the tractor run, yeah, that was brilliant. They went up and down the street three times. A few of them needed a good push. Yeah, we're going to hang around uh, until the tug of war and the raffle draw is done and hopefully see Mark get his beard shaved off and then we'll hit the road back to Monaghan, Dublin. Owen was, well, to be honest, he was one of my best friends from, like, I think we met probably in around 1999, just after him and his uh, parents and his younger brother, Kean moved to the village from Dublin. Like, we went to primary school together. He was a year below me and kind of went to secondary school together and on into, well, actually both went to college in Maynooth and ended up being housemates as well for uh, six months. But, um, as I say, he was, like, one of my best friends growing up and, like, uh, like a great you know, one of the best people you'd ever be lucky enough to meet. Like a great musician, great footballer, athlete, like just, yeah. And just, but most importantly, like just a, a great guy, like a lovely fella. And as I say, everyone around the village and anyone who ever met him, like loved him. So I, that's, yeah, he was a great fella. In terms of the Stony Woods Festival, obviously it's, I suppose, his legacy to the village. Oh, definitely. Like, I, like, I think obviously Owen was the inspiration behind it. I think what's the best thing about it is there's been a few uh, young people around the village who unfortunately passed away and I think Owen was the inspiration for the birth of the festival but I think it's kind of in memory of all of those people but yeah like it's definitely I mean as a legacy it's a great thing for it to leave behind it's great to see so many people come to the village from you know obviously locals that'll travel like I travel back from London myself but then to have people come from all over the country that would have known Owen or his family you know, everyone loves to come and show a bit of support for it. It's great to see so many people here having a great weekend, remembering Owen the right way, rather than, you know, everyone being sad. You know, it's obviously it's a sad occasion. It was a sad occasion, but it's great that it's led to something that, like such a celebration, I think. So. And uh, as we spoke to your mate Jack a few minutes ago, is the beard staying? The beard is staying. 100%? 1,000%. Interesting you say the word 1,000. If, if 1,000 euros was to be raised, I don't think I can go back to London clean shave and I don't think anyone would recognise me, unfortunately. You'll be bald now when you're finished here. Watch Sean, be very careful of that now. We'll turn around. Here we go. And first time, keep it up. Lovely. Run, run. Out your ear. Up by the front. In by the back of the forehead. Oh, Jesus, some mess made of her now, ain't you? I think this girl has been a bit of mange in her head, the way she's been cut. Not it. Another wee bit, watch your top of her ear there. 
It's a good day for the job. The sun is shining high in the sky and he's moving on round. Look at that there. It's lovely. What do you think? Give Tammy and Charlie. Get up there and stand up, Tammy. Give her a big round of applause. The first lady to give up. So it is. You're like something. I don't know what to say what you're like. <laughs> Charlie, you'll be getting no jobs cutting hair on air. So, you know. so I'm joined here by... Tammy. And Tammy, I have pulled you for conversation. For what reason? Uh, that might be because I just shaved my hair today. Yes, yeah, so you were the only woman who was brave enough, or silly enough in some people's eyes, uh, to go up and allow them to take a sheep shearers to your head. Yes, yeah. My son was doing it and my boyfriend was doing it, so I kind of had it in my head. If, if it can raise more money, I'll do it myself. So. Describe your hair this morning when you got up. It was long, down to my... maybe. <laughs> Now you resemble Sinead O'Connor back in her heyday, uh, in, in a good way. You, you were really rocking that short, uh, short look. Well, thank you. <laughs> I was really nervous. I thought I might have an egghead, but it's turned out not too bad. So. And in terms of the, the charity, is that, I presume that's the reason why you decided to, to get up and shave your hair. Yeah, it's for the Kevin Bell Association. And we had a family member passed away uh, last year in America, and they brought him home. So we raised a lot of money in sponsorship sheets and then a lot on the day as well so it's great so this wasn't a last minute decision you had this planned i had it in my head but my kids were telling me no no chance no chance but uh, at the last minute i got up anyway and did it so any regrets no no not at all it raised a lot of money so i'm happy today's mc was kira mcgriskin and you seem to be in your element up there shearing people and encouraging people to open their wallets for this fantastic charity oh yes there's a, a great it's a great charity so it is it's the kevin bell charity which organizes as you know what it's for i'm not going to explain it but we, we had one family here did get it happened in america and it brought him but everything was organised for us in America and it was no problem. It was so simple and that's what the charity is all about. The people supported it well, came today with getting their hair cut, grew beards for a week and a fortnight, three weeks some men, and let their hair grow all summer, which is a warm summer. And we had a young lad there, a sheep shears, and then we auctioned the sheep shearing and people bid well and came up and sheep sheared their hairs with sheep with electric sheep shears not with an ordinary hand shears with electric sheep shears or a, and it's a big performance and we're delighted that they've done it and we want to thank them so much about it we had a tug of war team so we had four teams stepped in the cozy uh, biddies a team and biddies b team the rossinver team and then we had the mcgriskins and they won it out and it was great day and that's what it's all about and everyone supported us very well so thank you very much from the festival in Kilty Clahar and that's the Stony Woods Festival thank you very much and there you have it folks that's all from today at the Stony Woods Festival in Kilty Clahar I hope you enjoyed hearing all about Sean McDiarmada and his hometown I'll be back with an episode of In Focus tomorrow and next week on Faces and Places, we'll be visiting the Carrick Water Music Festival in the county town in Carrick and Shannon. Talk to you then.